That's 1-800-747-3733. This program is paid for by Weeby Marketing. Everyone is raving about Titan MRI with the highest rated MRI facilities in town. Titan MRI is the place to go. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town. Joe and his staff have more than two decades of experience in Gainesville, and they've helped heal thousands of athletes in the local area. At Titan MRI, the average scan time is 10 to 15 minutes, so you'll have plenty of time to get back to work and live in a life pain-free. Don't wait. Tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI or call them today at 672-6644. to Inside the Huddle with former Gator QB Shane Matthews, WRUF Steve Russell, and the Hall of Famer, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. The Gators have won the ball game on a bump. Inside the Huddle is brought to you by Crime Prevention Security Systems and Titan MRI. Now, let's head to the studio with Shane, Steve, and the HBC, Steve Spurrier, on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hello and welcome to another edition of Inside the Huddle on a gorgeous day here in Gainesville on a Tuesday. Seth Harp's going to produce our broadcast today alongside the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier, the Gator QB, Shane Matthews. I'm Steve Russell. Thank you for listening and making us part of your day. We have a lot of ground to cover today. Boy, a lot's happened in just one week. Uh, and uh, we'll look back a little bit on what happened last week, but certainly look ahead to the uh, SEC championship game. And Vanderbilt's got a new football coach. Auburn fires its coach. Uh, so a lot's happened. But, Steve, I, I know you wanted to, to mention something today. Well, my brother Graham passed away last night. I thought I'd get the word out. Uh, he was really uh, important in my life. Uh, he was a little more than three years older than me. But he had heart failure. He'd sort of in declining health. So it wasn't unexpected. He was uh, expected to, to pass for the last couple of days. Uh, but, yeah, you know, growing up, when you got a brother three years older, you're always trying to compete with him, one-on-one basketball, baseball, football, everything. So I, I was fortunate to have a big brother. I really was, and I, I know it helped me in my athletic career that uh, I had someone who was better than me, and I was trying to beat him all the time. So it pushes you to, to be the best you could be. But, uh, yeah, he's in a better place now, and uh, we'll have a memorial service and so forth a little later on. But thanks for asking, Steve. Sure, Steve. Can condolences with that. No, no doubt about it. Um, we've had a couple of days now to, to look back uh, on what happened, and I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on that because you've got to look ahead. That, that game is over with. Um, but, Shane, as you look back at this, do you think Florida was prepared to play? I mean, LSU had zip to play for embarrassed at home the week before. You've got to give them some credit for coming out and being able to play, too. You do. There's a lot of things that stand out to me, Steve. First of all, from LSU standpoint, give them credit. But I don't know. It took their coaches about five or six games of playing T.J. Finley for the first three quarters, getting blown out, throwing Max Johnson in in the fourth quarter of every game, and him look like he knows what he's doing. Well, they decided to start him. I think the quarterback play made LSU a better football team. Were we ready to play? I think we were. I mean, we, we 
anytime, it doesn't matter if you're playing high school, college, or pro ball, you turn it over three times, the other team has zero turnovers, you're probably not going to win the game. We had a lot of opportunities. I think eight trips to the red zone, only score four times. The three turnovers, a pick six, a fumble, it gives them ten points. Uh, Marco's play, we miss a field goal. I mean, there, there's so many things. We, we, we get stuffed on the one-yard line. We kick a field goal there, it's three-nothing. Maybe LSU goes into the tank. You know, they just stuffed it down our throats and score on the opening drive. So a lot of things went into it, in my opinion. And it's a shame we lost. But as Coach says, you still got an opportunity to play for the SEC championship. Yeah, we lost a game, and maybe we shouldn't have. Maybe we weren't quite as ready as we hoped we could have been. And a lot of stuff happened that hadn't been happened to us before. Uh, and the turnovers were crucial turnovers. You know, a pick six and then a fumble that they, they only got a field goal out of that. So that was, that was 10 there. And, uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff happens. It, it happens in football games. Uh, but on the positive side, we've still already won the East. It didn't cost us the East. And and we're playing for the SEC championship against Alabama. Now, we got to play our best game of the year to beat Bama. I think everybody knows that. But uh, we do have that opportunity. But uh, – yeah, in hindsight, I'm sure the coaches, yeah, we've done something different than, than, than what happened. But uh, it's history now. you got to concentrate on Alabama, and uh, that would be the biggest win of the season if we can get this one. All right, let's do our play of the week, guys, brought to you by Campus USA Credit Union. Put some star power to work in your financial life with Campus USA Credit Union. Shane. Well, my play of the week, it's, it's not one I want to talk about, but it's the 57-yarder that Cade York made. Mine too. I mean, gosh, that – that's hard to do on a nice, clear day, and it was a heavy air, foggy, and give the kid credit, man. He nailed it. That was an unbelievable field goal. I'm sitting up here in the box. I can't see anything, Harley. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I thought he was going to – it was so far, I thought he was going to do one of those pooch punts, you know, snap it in and then punt it down there and get to, and, and go into overtime or something. But uh, – I, I sort of said, what happened? Somebody behind me said he made it. And then I looked at the TV screen because it was three seconds behind. And sure enough, he made it right down the middle. It was it was best kick I've ever seen, maybe. 50, could have gone 62 easy. Yeah, probably. he cleared it, but it wasn't like cleared it was close. Easy. Yeah, and uh, and then our guy, Evan, I mean, he just barely missed. Missed by a yard. Wasn't meant to be. Sometimes that's uh, the way you have to look at it. Wasn't meant to be. All right, we have a lot of questions for you guys this week, as you can imagine. So we'll do our question of the week brought to you by David Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. You can send questions to questions at insidethehuddlehbc.com. Um, Ginny says, Coach, is there a contingency in place if one of the four college football playoff teams can't play due to COVID issues? Oh, you'd have to ask the committee that. Uh, but that is a dang good question. I guess the number five team would get the the spot then if that were to occur. Yeah, I mean, it just it just happened in the uh, Pac-12 championship. Yep. Uh, Washington was supposed to play USC, and they can't play. So now Oregon, who has like two losses, they're like three and two are going to play for the Pac-12 championship. Screw well, you. I've heard that the Big 12, if uh, Iowa State can't make it because of the COVID, Oklahoma's going to play Texas. For the oh, Iowa State the, has COVID issues. If if oh if if one of them has it, then Texas is going to be the next team up to play. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Drew in Jacksonville, Alabama looked perfect. We have a chance this Saturday. We always have a chance. I mean, I think a lot of things have to go our way. We need to play our best. And heck, Alabama could could turn it over uh, like we did. I and mean, if you lose hmm. the turnover battle, you got a pretty good chance of losing the game. 
Oh, yeah, we got a chance. Uh, we, we can score against anybody and uh, hopefully don't have crucial turnovers. And our defense has got to play better. We all know that. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, football, a lot of things can happen. Uh, and I'm looking forward to uh, watching this one. Jordan and Sarasota, what happened to Pitts? Was he hurt, sick? Is he going to be available against Bama? Well, that question's mm-hmm. got to go to the coaches and the trainers, yeah. not to us. Yeah. Obviously, he was held out, right, Shane, for yeah. whatever reason. Uh, but uh, obviously, as it turned out, we could have used him. Yeah. Pitts uh, was on a conference call with the SEC. He says he's going to play. So uh, that's good news. Mm-hmm. Leah or Lee in Frankfort, Kentucky. Coach, uh, should Wilson have been benched with no Sean Davis back there? He was the best cover guy we had. Would you have pulled him? After throwing the shoe? Uh, gosh, I, I didn't even hardly see it happen until they showed the replay. I don't even know if the coaches on the sidelines saw it when it happened, but uh, uh, I, I don't know what I would have done. I, maybe I would wait till after the game or something and <laughs> give him some kind of suspension. Uh, but uh, it, it was, yeah, it was. It reminded me of uh, last year when we played Miami, the opening game, and Felipe threw the interception, and the Miami player ran by him and shot him a bird. And that was a big 15-yard penalty. They didn't score after yeah. that pick. So, uh, you know, they, players do some stupid things occasionally. All right. Uh, Alex says, uh, talked about senior night, how awesome it is or was. Do you think this was Trask's last game? Any senior going to take the extra year of eligibility? Oh, gosh. I mean, you would think it's Trask's last game. Uh, however, you know, there's some of the so-called NFL draft experts that have him third, fourth round. Could he come back for another year and maybe enhance his draft status? I mean, possibly. I'd love to see him come back. Yeah, I'd love to see him come back too. But uh, certainly when you uh, – you can't advise a player to come back because if he got hurt, you know, heck, he could blame you. Say, man, I was going pro and now I'm hurt. I got a bad knee, blah, blah, blah. But I tell you what I'd do if I was in his position. I'd come back and play college football instead of sitting on the bench, some NFL team. <laughs> and uh, I don't understand, you know, like Jake Fromm left. Yeah. And he could have played another year of college football, enjoyed it, memory of a lifetime. And, uh, you know, the odds on having a memory of a lifetime on an NFL team, man, unless you're drafted by Kansas City <laughs> or one of those teams that's going to win all the time. Uh, but it's up to Kyle. He'll, he'll have to make that call. And, you know, the other thing, not for the big-name players – but what's going to play into this, guys, and we don't know what the NCAA is going to do on scholarship limits. Because I believe that the school, you know, who's going to pay that extra year? Is it the schools at the NCAA with roster limits? We don't know how many they're going to be able to take. So this is something that's going to be up in the air. We just don't know. You yeah, know. so, Coach, do you know anything about that? So you normally have 85 scholarship athletes, so you got a cl- mm. class, some guys coming in tomorrow, right. signing tomorrow. Or, I mean, is it a possibility that the coaches are going to have to have that meeting with the kid and say, uh, we're not going to renew your scholarship? I haven't heard exactly what they're going to do with that. Uh, the, the way they're sort of talking, they may let you exceed the 85 is what I think they should do. Uh, just to have about 95 guys on, on scholarship and make sure you get back to 85 maybe in two years, something like that. Yep, we'll see. We'll it's going to be that. an interesting thing when it comes up. Um, from uh, uh, Jay Gomez and Lakeland, uh, first series, no points. Don't you want to make a statement? Should Florida have taken the points and kicked the field goal? Well, it's easy to say now we should have kicked it. Uh, 
you know, uh, but but again, it's that's a coach's decision, and you know, Dan's a pretty aggressive coach and wanted to go for it. Um, but in hindsight, yeah, if we kick it, and make it three nothing, mm-hmm. we 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 win the game. As yeah. it turned out, yeah, Dan probably looked back said, "I wish I'd maybe run Kyle Trask on that power play, you know, that he scored on uh, later." But uh, yeah, there's something about Steve taking points off the board. You know, I, I was sitting up there. I think we we're on about the three-yard line and kicked a field goal, and they jumped offside. So it was a good one, or one and a fourth maybe yard. And, uh, you know, they, they had everybody up there, and they, he, running back had no chance on that play. True. So, you, yeah, hindsight's always twenty twenty on that. I, I bet Dan is saying I should have had a better play. <laughs> like we all do when, it, when one doesn't work, yeah. I wish I'd had a better play. Yeah. All right, Brandy, Daytona Beach, did Florida overlook LSU? I mean, I, I don't think so. I, I mean, we didn't play our best. It was probably our worst game in all three phases of the year. And, you know, bad stuff happened. I mean, the, the turnovers are the key um, and not scoring in the red zone. Yeah, and, you know, I was trying to figure out when's the last time the Gators lost to a non-ranked team. Non-ranked team. They weren't even in the top Well, it had to have been that. Uh, didn't we lose to Missouri a couple of years ago? Probably, yeah, I'm sure it's it's happened recently. Yeah. yeah. But we don't lose many to unranked teams. Uh, that, that was a disappointing thing. But, uh, hey, LSU played uh, their best game of the year, and we did not play our best, and sometimes things happen like that. All right, we got to run through these quickly. Uh, Joey in Gainesville, LSU's third-string freshman quarterback, beat us. Is, because there's no, is it because there's no tape on him? Uh, having a, a, a Super Bowl-winning father help? What happened? He's talented. And he's played a lot. There's plenty of tape on him. It's just he's a better player than the other guy that was playing before him, and I think Ed Ogeron and them found out. There's always something about a new quarterback starting. Look at Jalen Hurts with the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, they've been pitiful the last four or five weeks, and he comes in there, and the whole team plays better. And even one of their players later said, uh, you know, we got confidence in Jalen playing. He provided an extra spirit throughout the entire team and that's what uh, the Johnson kid did for LSU they said hey we're not going to give the game away we got a chance and you know when you let a sort of a big underdog hang around hang around hang around they start believing hey we can win this thing mm-hmm. uh, Evan in Gainesville defense still gets a lot of guff the way Grantham rotates guys they never seem set before the play how much does that, does that affect the play repeat that question one more time Defense still gets a lot of guff in the way Grantham rotates guys. They never seem set before the play. Uh, How much does that affect the play? Well, uh, that's my only concern. I think Grantham's a good defensive coordinator. I I think we play too many players. If you know we rotate a ton of defensive linemen and a ton of guys in the secondary, and I wish we'd just play our best 11, and then if somebody gets tired, then bring them out. But it's almost like we're trying to keep everybody happy with a little bit of playing time. Yeah, obviously the touchdown LSU threw when the, nobody covered the receiver, Steve. <clears throat> you know, we had a we had a corner blitz on, but both of them came. I don't know if you saw that. Yes. Uh, when I'm up in the box with the athletic director, all I watch is secondary all the time. I watch it, and then I watch to see where the, ball, where the ball's going. <clears throat> but we had both corners blitz. I said, whoops, something's wrong here. And sure enough, there he went running down the sideline. I was hoping the, the quarterback was looking the other way, but he happened to look the correct way. And, and you know, a lot of times, even uh, Kyle, he, he sort of missed. We had some guys going, well, we threw for 470 yards. He didn't miss many. Uh, but sometimes quarterback looks the wrong way, and uh, there's a guy running scot-free. But, uh, yeah, we, we – 
one of those DBs messed that one up, and that, that, that shouldn't happen this late in the year. Nope. Pauline in Jacksonville, <clears throat> fog looked really bad on TV, but maybe not at field level. How, how hard was it to throw and catch? Did it affect play calling? Well, I, like I said, I wasn't down on the field <clears throat> level either. Uh, but, you know, I was surprised. I think mm-hmm. it, we got the ball on like our own one or two yard line that one series, and we threw like three straight go routes in the fog. And it was almost like, I don't want to say we panicked, but we were behind and we were trying to catch up. And I'm not sure, you know, throwing deep balls in the fog was a good idea. Yeah, people ask me about that that watched it on TV. And I said, uh, the only time uh, we had a foggy game was Shane's last game in the Gator Bowl, uh, the 92 season. And it was about like it was uh, the mm-hmm. other night. But, uh, yeah, from up top, uh, you could see very little. Uh, but I think down below field level, it wasn't quite as thick there. It seemed like it was it hovered right above because the TV screen it, it wasn't as terrible as if you were sitting up uh, up high. Yeah, and, and up from the press box level, it was thick. Yeah, but, but television. Thick. It was the thickest I've ever seen. The yes, swamp, ever. I can't remember it ever being worse. Uh, Kristen and Orlando were Mullen and Johnson out schemed by Bo Pelini. <laughs> no, <laughs> we, we, we we had a ton of yards again. We it's turnovers, people. Yeah, poor old Bo Pelini. He hasn't been accused of out-scheming anybody this year, Steve. <laughs> but uh, now, you know, stuff happened. Hey, stuff happens. And uh, what we were down near the red zone, what, eight times? Scored three? I mean, you think about it, Steve. We had a pick six. But the fumble that Kyle had when he was trying to escape the pocket was with like 12 seconds left in the half. Yeah. If, if we don't give him that field goal, we win the game. Yeah, a lot of play here, play yeah. there. Or, one thing Coach Meyer always preached – but five or six key plays mm-hmm. normally determine the outcome of a game, and that's true a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Jesse and Goose Creek, left side of our offensive line is better than the right. Neither look good in the first half. How can we protect Trask better? I mean, for the most part all year, the pass protection I think has been pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think you've heard Coach Mullen say Kyle had some bad reads, and sometimes when you have bad reads, if you're not looking in the right area, you hold the ball a little too mm-hmm. long, and that causes sacks. Yeah, he had to hold it a few times longer than he normally does. And they did some twisting and looping and so forth. And, uh, I mean, you only got a certain amount of time back there. And he got hung up. And uh, <clears throat> and then he didn't take care of the ball the one time they knocked it out of his hands. That was that was probably his worst play. And then the pick six, I think they played a cover one robber. And the robber guy stepped in front. So, uh yeah, Kyle hasn't had those plays all year, but golly, he threw for 470 yards and, what, three touchdowns, something like that. So he, he he still had a good game, I think. Last three, DeAndre and Gainesville. Coach, <clears throat> did you ever play or coach in a game where everything seemed like it was going against you and for the other team? Oh, certainly. <laughs> certainly. <laughs> certainly. Uh, my first year here, we went to Knoxville. It was only 7-3 to three at halftime. They ran the kickoff back, and then they – Got a tip ball or something. Next thing I knew, it was twenty-eight to three in the third quarter, and we couldn't get a pass off. They had two All-American defensive ends, and I, sh- I said, "Shane, you gonna come over here and rest the fourth quarter with me? We're not gonna get anybody hurt. We can't win this game. This game is not winnable now." So I think we put Brian Fox in and let him sweep it up. Uh, but and then we make some changes. Came back, put a different lineman in, did some things here, there, and the other, and didn't lose another game. Uh, till didn't lose another conference game. Uh, FSU, I think, beat us uh, last game of the season that year. But uh, yeah, some some days or nights it just goes bad. Uh, 
uh, but I mean Tennessee was a great team that year. They weren't a they weren't a non ranked team, so uh, it, it's a little different in that accord. Last two, uh, Dusen, I think it is. Can anybody explain the crazy ending to Western Michigan and Ball State? Oh, it was unbelievable. I think fourteen laterals, and then the guy uh, intercepted one of the laterals, and then he fumbles it, and they pick it up and run it back for a touchdown through the crowd and all the people storming the field. But one of the laterals was a forward. Yeah, pass. you know, I was just thinking if that uh, forward pass had been just about a yard backwards, I think it would have gone, yeah. even though the team ran out there. That they grabbed the guy with the ball, but they let him lateral, and the other dude ran for a touchdown. So if it hadn't been that uh, forward pass, I think they'd say, we declined the whole team running out, touchdown. Hmm. I think the rest would have had yeah. to have done that, right? Final so, thing, Cy and Charlotte, I'm not quite sure of this. Look, every time we establish the running, I want you to follow this. Every time we establish the running game, we'd abandon it. Trask threw almost 50 passes, even though Pierce and Davis were running pretty good in spurts. I think if you have a quarterback like Trask, you should throw it every down. <laughs> but also, if the run game's working, go with the run game, right? Yeah, well, it's, here, here's what happened the other night is we did have some nice runs at times, but if you heard Coach, uh, Coach say that Trask missed some checks, now, we don't know what those checks are because we're not in the meeting, but I'm, uh, I'm assuming that because LSU at times only had rushed three or four and they, draw, they play some soft coverage. And that's when sometimes we had nowhere to go with the football. So maybe he was supposed to check to a run there. We don't really know the answer. Yeah, you know, last week at this time, Steve, we were talking about, hey, what we do is throw the ball. We don't need to worry about the run game. And we were throwing the ball without sacks and without interceptions. And then all of a sudden the other night, oops, we had some sacks, we had some interceptions. And now we're saying, ooh, we should be running the ball more. Uh, I still think uh, I still think what we do best is throw and not run, although, I, you know, I love running and mixing it in. But we do throw better, and uh, we, unfortunately we had the fumble and the pick six and uh, another interception there. So we got to eliminate those to have a chance against Alabama. Okay. Those are questions of the week brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. And, boy, we get a lot of questions. You can send them to questions at InsideTheHuddleHBC.com. We'll take a break. Much more to come. Inside the Huddle, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. He has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage. You can just walk right in and smile knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed up. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's going to be a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. 
The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street. Online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. This is Shane Matthews. Thank you for listening to Inside the Huddle with myself, Steve Russell, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. For more Gator insight, interviews with Gator greats, and a wide range of sports media, make sure you check out my podcast, Pot Up with Matthews in the Morning. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or watch live on Facebook and YouTube, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pot Up with Shane Matthews in the mornings from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., Monday through Fridays. He's a Gator legend. Hey, Gator Nation, I'm here with Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I heard some great news that Meldon Law is the official community partner of the Florida Gators. Actually, we're the only official community partner of the Florida Gators. Well, that is some great news. Meldon Law, the only official law firm community partner of the Florida Gators, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale. Meldon Law, where you matter most. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours, digital closings at client's request. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby today at 352-562-1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com. From recruiting season to the Gatorade bath, the Gators have made the stop. We are your source for all things college football. You are locked into ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Worry less with crime prevention security systems by preventing package theft with their doorbell camera. Contact them today at cpss.net. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. If you want to get a call in on our Campus USA phone line, that's 392-8255 to talk to either Coach Spurrier or the Gator QB, Shane Matthews. In the meantime, uh, let us do our Team of the Week, brought to you by Celebration Point. Future home of Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Celebration Point, where Gators come to celebrate. Team of the Week, Shane. My Team of the Week is going to go to Coastal Carolina. Okay. I don't know. A lot of people, I mean, great. They stay undefeated. But I don't think people realize that Troy took the lead with like a minute left in the game, and they drove the length mm-hmm. of the field and scored to, to stay undefeated. Mm-hmm. Did I take your team, Coach? Yeah, it was my team, Coastal <laughs> Carolina. Jamie Caldwell is the coach there. Uh, what are they, 10-0 and 0 now? They're, I know they're undefeated. They beat everybody. And uh, I think they got one more game, though. Uh, but, you know, you talk about a team that should be in the uh, playoff. Heck, they beat uh, Brigham Young. And they've beaten everybody they've played. 
But uh, obviously it's not going to happen. But, uh, yeah, Coastal Carolina, give those guys the team of the week. My team of the week is Miami. Because <laughs> I was just so glad to see them get hammered. Not beaten, hammered yeah, by ran, North Carolina. North Carolina ran for almost 600 yards on them. Hammered. Couldn't happen to a nicer bunch. I agree. So that's my that's my well, team of the week. Yeah, let's give FSU a little credit. Yeah, <clears throat> they're the only Florida team that won of the big three. <laughs> they're the only one to win last week. Uh, all right, now coach of the week brought to you by Miapa Latin Cafe, best Cuban food in Gator Country. My coach of the week goes to Brent Brennan. Y'all know who he coaches? No. He's out San Jose State. San Jose State mm-hmm. stays okay. undefeated. They are, I think, 7-0. and They're undefeated for the first time since 1939, and they're playing for the Mountain West Conference. Uh, I looked that up. I had no idea who their coach was either. But, but they came – you know, what's great is they were down 20-7 to to Nevada, and they had to win this game to win whatever side they're on. But they had to move. You know, it was supposed to be a home game for them. They had to play it in Las Vegas uh, at that where they have that little bowl game. So it wasn't really a home game for them because, you know, the whole state of California ordeal now. But, uh, yeah, they're undefeated. And I had to look up who their coach mm-hmm. was. I had no idea. Yeah, I really like that guy. Uh, at the Pebble Beach Coaches uh, Golf Tournament, uh, oh, about four years ago, I guess, he said, Coach, can I talk to you and ask you some questions on being a head coach? I just got my first head coaching job. I said, sure. So we sat in that little bar there at uh, Pebble Beach, uh, and uh, he you know, we talked about 15 minutes or so. But he's just a young coach. At, uh, I mean, I mean he's, he, he's an excellent coach, I think. And, and what he's done at San Jose State is uh, uh, records. That's what he's setting records there. Uh, mine is going to be probably the dumbest mm-hmm. choice in the world. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, my coach is Nick Saban. There you go. Mm-hmm. And, and here's why. It's just like the guy sitting next to me over here, okay? Fans just expect you mm-hmm. to win. It, you just roll out and win. And God forbid, should you lose a game, right? You, you don't ever see – Coach mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, and the more I thought about what he said, he's stone <laughs> right. You don't see Alabama's players <clears throat> pulling nonsense. You don't see that, okay? They know how to do things right, and that guy – you know their, their defense beginning of the year wasn't very good. Look how it's playing now. So he is my my coach of the week. I just don't think he gets enough credit for what he does. Oh, you're exactly right, uh, Steve. And, and I remember the game uh, on TV. They're playing Mississippi State. One of his D linemen started jawing with another guy, and he jerked him out. He said, "We don't do that crap here in Alabama. Get over here." <laughs> and the other players on the Alabama team were laughing at the guy coming off. <laughs> and uh, sort of said, man, you know you can't do that. Coach will jerk you out in a heartbeat. And uh, so, yeah, they, they do it right. They don't hit guys out of bounds. They don't hit quarterbacks late. They play the game where it's supposed to be played. So, uh, yeah, I would, I would give him maybe SEC Coach of the Year. I think Eli Drinkwitz is probably going to win it, they say. Uh, but uh, uh, Saban probably easily should, should be the Coach of the Year. Yeah, and again, that, he's mm-hmm. like Coach Barrier was in his time here. Just I think fans just ex- expect you to just win and beat people forty to three all the time, and that's not an easy thing to do. We'll take a break. Come back. Much more to come inside the huddle. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF.
Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. Levántate con el mejor café cubana y comida cubana norte de Miami. Uh, I need the English version today, please. Wake up to the best Cuban food and coffee north of Miami with Miapa Latin Cafe. Their breakfast sandwiches and arepas are made using the most authentic ingredients. Enjoy Cuban classics like ropa vieja and arroz con pollo. With great food, affordable prices, and friendly service from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day, you can't beat the Miapa way. Visit them in either of their locations in Gainesville and Alachua. Miapa Latin Cafe, a proud supporter of the Florida Gators. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Hey, Gator Nation, I'm here with Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I heard some great news that Meldon Law is the official community partner of the Florida Gators. Actually, we're the only official community partner of the Florida Gators. Well, that is some great news. Meldon Law, the only official law firm community partner of the Florida Gators, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale. Meldon Law, where you matter most. When it comes to infotechnology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, My IT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver. Weekday evenings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. At Titan MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI imaging center in town. Call them up and start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. Now time for our top four teams brought to you by Gators Dockside, where Gators go for good food and good times. With more TVs than anybody, you can always catch the game at Gators Dockside. Shane, your top four. Well, obviously it's Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, and I got A&M in there. I just have... I know Ohio State's a good football team, and, and I it's nothing against the kids. But just the way the Big Ten's handled everything, I just wish there was a way to keep them out. Uh, <laughs> you know, whether that, that's probably not the right thing to say, but I'm going I'm to put A&M in there right now. Okay. What do you got, Coach? Yeah, I'll tell you what I've got. I've got, uh, obviously, the same ones. Uh, uh, tied for fourth, I got uh, Texas A&M, uh, Ohio State, and Southern Cal. 
They're six and zero, and they're playing for their championship out there. Uh, they've won about three or four the last minute of the game, last seconds almost. Southern Cal's undefeated, and uh, I just wish one day we'd have five conference champs and three at-large teams. It's only eight teams. It's only one extra week of a playoff, Steve. And that would solve a lot of problems. I know everybody would be bitching and complaining who's number eight instead of number nine. Yep. But at least it gives five conference champs opportunity to go win national championship. And all the other sports, basketball, baseball, we have 64, 75, whatever teams enter to have a shot at it. And football, we limit it to the same four every year, Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Oklahoma, uh, this year, I guess Notre Dame's a little different, but they've been in it before also. But I'll tell you something interesting, Steve. Uh, a lady that's a sports writer for the Wall Street Journal called me the other day. said, Coach, do you realize the 90, 1996 national championship team, you guys were the last team to win the national ch- championship for the first time ever. Since 96, wow. whoever's won the national championship had won one before. Wow. And I said, you know, come to think of it, it is the same guys all the time. Wow. I said, we need to give other people a chance, just a chance. I mean, we know Alabama's going to be number one in recruiting every year. And uh, uh, Clemson and Georgia's number two or three every year. But uh, give some of those little guys just a chance. Hey, if they go and get beat, at least they can say, hey, we had a chance to win it all. Uh, but somehow or another, we just don't do that in college football. Maybe someday we will, but no, no time soon. That would that'd be a whole show, that, that discussion right there. Yeah, I mean, uh, t- t- this is the year to do it if you're going to do it. Experiment. I mean, Coastal Carolina, I think they have one more game left. I think they play Louisiana Lafayette for their championship. But, wh- okay, so they're your eighth seed. Let them play Alabama. <laughs> Who knows? I, I didn't think they could handle BYU the way they did. Yeah. Now, Alabama's a different animal, but you turn it over a couple times, at least they have that opportunity. I, I just gonna, do you think right now, if you said to Coach Caldwell, you get a chance to play Alabama, would you do it? They would do it in five it seconds. And just they? think about the opportunity for those kids at Coastal Carolina. Sure. They'd be jacked. Mm-hmm. Sure. It'd be great. And, and, Coach, to your point about conference championships, how many times do we always hear how important it is to win a conference championship? Well, there's been teams in the playoff didn't win the conference championship. Yeah. So Alabama's won two without winning an SEC. So, I mean, two nationals. Yeah. That, like I said, we could do a whole show on that. My top four, though, um, I, I do put Ohio State in, in there. So, it'd be the same ones. Mm-hmm. So Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State. Um, all right. Coach, going to take over here with Chalk Talk, brought to you by Meldon Law. With over 40 years of experience, Meldon Law, where you matter most. Coach. Okay, I'm going to show you a play that uh, Shane scored on in uh, the final game of the season in 91 against Kentucky. It's uh, screened back to the quarterback. And I thought of it because last night, uh, Baker Mayfield, he threw a lateral out to the wide receiver. But he threw the screen back to the running back. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that. I saw it. So I thought about it. So here, here's how it played out. Okay. I think we're, we were on about the 10-yard line, 10, 12. I think, Coach, I scored from about 35 yards out. Oh. Come on now. <laughs> and in about another 10 years, it's going to be from the 50. Uh, we, we were on about the, uh, <clears throat> I want to say 12, 15, something like it. Was it Lonzo Sullivan out here? Yes, sir. Okay. He's out here. All right. You remember that? Yeah. Well, the only reason I remember is because he's called me several times about it. <laughs> okay, let's see what we did here. I think we had a back over here. All right, so we we yeah we had uh, 
our protection was everybody just fire out right there. Uh, so Shane, uh, I see uh, this guy over here, he, he, he came on across. So Chain took the three steps, and, and you throw a lateral back here. He jabbed and came back to about five yards. So he throws the lateral, and uh, our linemen, I'm sorry, they're, they're going this way. We're, we're getting everything going this way. And so after Shane throws it, he just sort of drifts a little bit back about uh, seven, six or seven yards, something like this. So these guys are sort of, they're just waiting. They're hoping everybody starts chasing, uh, which they did. And so... Lonzo, after he act like he's gonna run with it, he threw it back to Shane here, and we had uh, uh, we we had sort of a wall of blockers, and uh, he went in standing up. Didn't Stand, he? Oh, there was no one near no, me. Nobody there. So that was a screen back to the quarterback, and uh, went for a touchdown. And I tell you another interesting story: the night we played Auburn uh, in nineteen ninety. If Auburn had beaten us that night, they'd been number one in the nation because they only had a tie, and everybody in the country had a loss. It was about the seventh or eighth game of the season. So back in those days, Steve, the visiting team would come into the swamp on Friday and run around, loose around, throw the ball around, which we used to do at the other team's ballpark when we uh, went away. So anyway, uh, we were, I think, waiting on them to get off the field, and one of the managers said, Coach Pat Dye's out there and wants to say hello to you. So I went around. I was in the tunnel there in the swamp. And he, he he's really a, a good guy. I really enjoyed being around him. Uh, he says, Steve, are y'all going to throw that screen back to the quarterback? And uh, I said, you know what, Coach? We just got through working on that play. We did work on it. And I said, but now that you know we got it, heck, I got to hold it to the next game probably. But we were going to use it against Auburn that, uh, that uh, night. Uh, he, we didn't need it, though. But he uh, actually asked you that? Yeah. Oh, he's he, – he, You should have he told him, yeah, around. Coach. Well, yeah, we're I, gonna, we don't know gosh. when we're going to call it, but we're going to call it. I told him we just got through working on it. And we had. We were out there first, and then they came in, I think, and uh, walked around later or something like that. But, yeah, sometimes coaches talk like that with each other. And it was helpful because we, we didn't run it that night. We saved it for the Kentucky game. Yeah, and it worked, obviously. And we needed it. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah we won. Well, we were up 28 nothing. 28-7. and then – we couldn't stop Pookie Jones, and we couldn't make a first down. Boy, Pookie Jones, whoa, there's a name. That blast from the past, yeah. yeah that, was, that was a scary end of the game, that one, that's for sure. Hi, our Chalk Talk brought to you by Meldon Law. With over 40 years of experience, Meldon Law, where you matter most. Take a break, come back. We'll talk about some of the key games coming up this weekend, lots of conference championship games. By the way, Indiana and Purdue will not play for the old Oaken Bucket. That's been canceled, too. Just games continue to get blown up because of COVID. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage, you can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's going to be a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate.
Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours, digital closings at clients' request. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby today at 352-562-1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com. When it comes to info technology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, MyIT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. We're proud to be your home for Gators basketball. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world Radio app. Connect more with crime prevention security systems and easily view cameras at your home or business. Contact them today at cpss.net. Welcome back. Uh, we're going to now do our games to look for. Brought to you by My IT Masters, your one-stop shop for your business's technology solutions. From voice over IP to cybersecurity, nobody does IT like the master. Well, Steve, right on cue, you, you like USC a lot, and now... They play Oregon. Let's start with that. Oregon-USC Pac-12 championship game. Gosh, I mean, Oregon was supposed to be the cream of the crop out there. They've lost twice, and USC seems to win the games at the very end. (laughs) I'll I'll lean towards USC just because of their quarterback. I think he's a pretty good player. Yeah, I'm going to go with SC also. They've uh, (laughs) they've had a knack of winning at the end. Oregon struggled a bit this year, uh, but Oregon certainly is capable of winning this one. Part of me says USC, because they won so many close games, maybe their luck's going to run out. But sometimes you have one of those years, yep. and I'm going to go with USC. Um, Northwestern Ohio State, Big Ten. Well, I'm going to root very hard for the guys in purple. 
just because I'd love to see uh, Ohio State not make it. I don't know if they can beat them or not, but you never know. Uh, Northwestern, they play really hard for Pat Fitzgerald. Uh, they're a kind of team that can like make the game ugly, get a few turnovers. Who knows? Yeah, they were talking uh, last week. To, if, if we want to be fair about this uh, playoff, 14 playoff, Ohio State should have had to play somebody last week, and they should have played Iowa. Iowa's maybe the best team in the Big Ten other than uh, Ohio State right now. And they could have scheduled those guys up and had a ball game uh, if they wanted to, but uh, they let Ohio uh, stay idle, and uh, they're well-rested, so they, they should beat Northwestern pretty good. Uh, Northwestern can run. You know, they can shorten the game, but I think Ohio State's got too much. Oklahoma, Iowa State. Should be a good game. Uh, it would not shock me if the Sooners beat Iowa State. Iowa State's not one of those teams that they they just make the game ugly, find ways to win, but it should be a good game. Yeah, Oklahoma, they've had a knack winning that uh, Big 12 many years, so I'm going to go with Oklahoma. Uh, Shane, you mentioned Coastal Carolina. They play Louisiana. Good game. Good game. It is a really good game. Uh, you know, both these coaches, you know, their names are out there for some other jobs. Uh, but you got to think Coastal finds a way to win the game uh, and continue their magical year. Louisiana beat Iowa State early mm-hmm. in the season. They've, yeah. they've won a lot of big games. I think that's where Billy Napier is, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, his name was in the hunt for some of these SEC jobs. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think uh, I, I think the favorite will win that one, certainly. All right, let's run through these real quick. Missouri, Mississippi State. Oh gosh, I'm gonna. I mean, Missouri's kind of hot right now, even though they got blasted by Georgia. I think they, you know, have a chance to win their sixth game, which will be crazy. Yeah, Mississippi State. They just can't score a lot of points right now, so I would think Missouri. They score 24. Uh, they they should be in good shape. Clemson, Notre Dame. Boy, this is going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, you know, the the only thing that concerns me is Clemson's defense up the middle. Uh, their safety mm-hmm. play at times is not stellar. Uh, but I think Trevor Lawrence and ETN, just too much ability, will find a way to win. Yeah, I think Clemson uh, will edge them out. Although Notre Dame, I tell you what, they play some defense now. They shut out North Carolina the second half. And North Carolina, as we know, set all kind of rushing records against Miami last week. But uh, anyway, I think Clemson's the best team there. Hard, as we found out in 1996, hard to beat somebody twice. Mm-hmm. That's good. So that's why I'm going to go with Clemson because Notre Dame beat him the first time. Uh, Tulsa, Cincinnati. I got a funny feeling Tulsa, I think they only have one loss, and I believe that was at Oklahoma State week one, and they should have probably won that game. I'm going to lean towards the Golden Hurricane to upset Cincinnati. Okay. I'm going to take Cincinnati. I think they're just a little bit better team. But – uh, they're just going to play once. Yeah, they they canceled yeah. last week. Yeah, so they're just playing once. That's smart. Yeah. That's smart. That's speaking smart. of the, speaking of the Golden yeah. Hurricane, it may be the dumbest nickname <laughs> of of any school because how many hurricanes roll through Tulsa, Oklahoma? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, but I, I, I'm going to stay with Cincinnati. They they're, they're a tough team. Me too. I've been on their bandwagon all year. You're not mm-hmm. going to jump off now. We'll take a break. Come back, mm-hmm. Troy. Hang on because you're going to ask about Alabama. We're going to talk Alabama next. Uh, as the uh, show rolls on inside the huddle, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Leave the hustle and bustle behind and take a break with Miapa Latin Cafe. Open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They use only the freshest ingredients to create classics like Cuban sandwiches, arepas, lechon asado, and café con leche. And beat the heat by trying it on ice during Miapa's daily half-off iced coffee happy hour from 2 until 5 p.m. Relax on the patio at their Gainesville or Alachua locations and enjoy life the Miapa way. Miapa Latin Cafe. Good Cuban food served with a smile. Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators. This is Shane Matthews. Thank you for listening to Inside the Huddle with myself, Steve Russell, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. For more Gator insight, interviews with Gator greats, and a wide range of sports media, make sure you check out my podcast, Pot Up with Matthews in the Morning. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or watch live on Facebook and YouTube, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pot Up with Shane Matthews in the mornings from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., Monday through Fridays. He's a Gator legend. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. A Titan MRI, no insurance is no problem. And Titan MRI has the same-day scheduling available. So call them up. Start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. All right, we can talk to Troy on the Campus USA call online. Troy, i got to make this very quick. We're running out of time. Go ahead. Okay, I just want to say uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Same to you. If y'all were playing Alabama defensively, how would y'all try and slow down Alabama? And I'll hang up and listen. Thank Thank you, Troy. Coach, go for that. Okay, first thing, let's try not to let uh, Devontae Smith, maybe the best wide receiver in the history of the SEC. I think he's even better than Doring, although Doring might might, uh, have an argument with us. but yeah, he's a little more athletic. Don't give them deep passes, please. Don't give them deep passes. If they run twenty-yard comebacks. Let's see you throw it and hit it. But please don't let it throw it over our head because they throw it over everybody's head every game. Uh, I know it's hard to stop, but that, to me, that's the first thing we got to try to do. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, try to keep it in front of you, and make tackles. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, you know, they got a three-headed monster with their quarterback, their Nigel running back, Harris. and their wide receiver, yeah. and they got other good wide receivers, and uh, they're just they're they're one of the most dominant offenses I've ever seen in college football. That's one of those games where we need to stay on the field and, yeah. and make first downs and, and limit their possessions if we can. I was telling somebody the other day uh, our game plan should be like the one we had at South Carolina when we beat them they, they were number one in the nation each team only had about eight or nine possessions the whole game and we were fortunate to score a touchdown didn't kick any field goals got 35 points and uh, and they didn't play their best they missed an extra point they had a fake the field goal when they really didn't need to and uh they they didn't have their best stuff that day, and uh, that, that's how you beat a team that is physically superior. And, and maybe they are a little bit, but you know the best team doesn't always win. That's mm-hmm. just, that's the thing about sports. The best team doesn't always win. We only have to beat them one time. Don't have to beat them two out of three or three out of five. Just that one time this Saturday night. I'm anxious to see Alabama has played so much better defensively than what they played at the beginning of the year. Can you know? Can and I think Florida can score on almost anybody. I don't think anybody's expecting a 20 to 16 game here. I think a lot of points will be scored. Coach, I know we all wanted to, to send uh, best wishes and condolences and all of that to Keontae Johnson. Yeah, Keontae. Yeah, just asking all Gators and all college sports fans, uh, pray for Keontae Johnson. Uh, we know what a terrible tragedy happened up in FSU. He's back here at Shands now, and they're uh, observing him constantly. And let's all pray he can make a full recovery. Yeah, I agree, one hundred percent. Just a scary situation. It's just, uh, just a you know a, a great kid who cares about basketball. Let's just hope he can get back to uh, life. Yeah, uh, I think we all uh, want to make the best. And again, if we have any updates. Uh, we will pass those along uh, as we get them. Uh, don't forget, next week, I can't believe I'm going to say this because it just seemed like we just started, it's going to be our final Inside the Huddle of the year. And so we'll have a lot to discuss uh, mm-hmm. as far as this game is concerned. And you know, then you start talking bowl games and whatnot, and then the top four. So we will discuss all of that. I think week. the Heisman is going to be decided this week. Yeah, it's in, virtual in, this year at the Mercedes Benz in Atlanta. I think that game that game will decide it, and uh, uh, I think all the candidates, Mac and Trask, and even Devonte Smith of Alabama, uh, those three most people have as the top three right now. So, uh, but we need to win the game. That's the first thing Kyle yep. Trask and all of us need to try to do. Yep, I think they'd all trade. Uh, whatever accolade individually to get a win, no doubt. That's going to be it for today's Inside the Huddle. We thank you for tuning in. However you're viewing us, listening to us, we thank you for doing it. And thanks to Seth Hart for producing today as well. For the Gator QB, Shane Matthews. For the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier, I'm Steve Russell. Dan Patrick is next. I'll see you back here at noon. So long, everybody.
Worry less and connect more with crime prevention security systems. View cameras at your home or business or prevent package theft with their doorbell camera. Crime Prevention provides security and life safety with affordable packages and an easy-to-use app that gives mobile control of your home or business. Get a text notification when the kids get home from school or be notified if you forgot to set the alarm when you left. You can even get a notification if you didn't close the garage door. For home or office, Crime Prevention can do it all. Contact your local team at Crime Prevention Security Systems, winners of the Best of the Best in Gainesville and the Ethics and Business Award. Trust the team at Crime Prevention to secure your home, family, and business. They're large enough to serve you, small enough to care. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Studios, Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Thanks for listening to Inside the Huddle with former Gator QB Shane Matthews, WRUF's Steve Russell, and Hall of Famer, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. If you'd like to ask Coach a question, email your questions to questions at insidethehuddlehbc.com. Podcasts are available at WRUF.com, the WRUF app, and anywhere you get your podcasts. What? Inside the Huddle is paid for by Weeby Marketing and produced by the University of Florida's ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the Journalism and Communications, from the Anaheim Studios, Anaheim WRUF, and 